0: Like many of you, I read Robert Frost's poem "The Road Not Taken" as part of an English school elementary elementary English school class. And like many of you, the way it was explained to me was not correct. As it turns out, it was a bit of a misinterpretation. It was it it was explained to me as a as a summons to seize the day, like in that movie "Dead Poet Society." Seize the day, take the road less traveled, forge your own path, be self-sufficient, explore. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of that, but Frost's poem was actually a joke. It was a joke at the expense of his friend, the poet Edward Thomas, who was consistently indecisive about the road they took on their walks. This indecisiveness is built into the poem itself listen to it and it's now it's actually now in the public domain i checked on it so we can read this two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry i could not travel both and be one traveler long I where but both wards are, roads are worn about the same both are covered in leaves no step had trodden black so no one's been there for a while on either road and at the end the poet says i shall be say i shall be, I shall be telling this with a sigh a sigh of contentment regret apathy Nothing is clear, not even the poet's own recollection. Psalm 1, on the other hand, has a crystal clear interpretation. Here at the beginning of this beloved old songbook, the proverb jumps off the page. Happy are they who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, they meditate day and night. Right away, we notice a couple of things. The happy person, and the word happy in Hebrew, means much more than just pleasant feelings or self-contentment. It can also mean blessed, as in, blessed are the poor from the Beatitudes. Very similar to the Greek word for happy in that way is marked. The happy person is marked not by what she says yes to, but by what she says no to. The happy person does not follow the advice or the path of those who have no regard for God and God's Torah. Remember that Torah means much more than law. It means instruction or teaching, God's teaching. Psalm 1 immediately undermines, and I keep hitting on this, but I keep feeling like I have to, immediately undermines the just-be-nice heresy. You know, that being a good person, that being a a Christian means just being nice. Being a lover of God and of God's instruction first means mustering a divine refusal, a holy no. No to the powers that offer an easy way through life outside of Christ and his cross. The whole book of Psalms, as we'll see, is a guide to and a companion in all of life's circumstances. It is a book of divine instruction, of Torah, which helps us to navigate all of life's treacherous terrain. From feelings of despair, guilt, rage, sadness, bewilderment, angst, and joy come these 150 remarkable songs. Which have guided the faithful for over 2,500 years. We will join the psalmist in the lowest valleys of despair as well as the highest peaks of joy. Wherever we find ourselves, we will find the whole purpose of the Psalter, summed up in these first two verses to get us on and to keep us on the right road. This isn't the road of being religious, whatever that means. This isn't the road of just be nice, whatever that means. This is the road of Jesus Christ, our only way, truth, and life. The right road is laid out before us as both gift and challenge. It is God's grace in Christ which makes our journey on the road possible in the first place. It is also God's grace in Christ that keeps us on this road to our salvation. We can't ultimately claim credit for anything. But this road is also a challenge. Being on the way of Jesus Christ means being made in the image of Jesus Christ. In his classic work of fantasy, The Great Divorce, C.S. Lewis portrays field trips from hell into the heavenly realm. There are actually bus trips, apparently, from hell in this this, uh, little work by C.S. Lewis. And once off the bus, these souls find that it hurts even to walk. It hurts to walk. Each step on the grass is like a stab. They find that the shadow realm they have come from is but a whisper, a a haze uh, of, of what is really real. Upon entering the heavenly realm, which is reality so real that it is nearly unbearable, the spirits find that they need to toughen up to learn to become more real themselves so that they can encounter the ultimate reality, who is God. Perhaps the way of Jesus Christ is like that, learning to walk, toughening up, a time of learning resilience and building character, a time of becoming more real ourselves so that we can encounter the real God, rather than a convenient figment of our own imagination. Of course, sometimes we wander off the right road, the road of becoming more real, and we wander onto a road where we feel we won't have to encounter life's difficulties. Such a road is not the road of Jesus Christ. By God's grace, we realize that if we remain on this sheltered road this road that treasures privilege and avoids and avoids life, we're going to be fragile, scattered creatures, enslaved to our own whims. The psalm portrays such people as like chaff that the wind drives away. There's no, there's no root in them. In contrast, those who walk the way of Jesus Christ and we're switching metaphors here, but deal with it because it's in the psalm, those who walk the way of Jesus Christ are like trees planted by streams of water. To understand this, we have to think of the desert, the milieu of the psalmist, okay? It gets pretty dry out there in the deserts of Judea. It's it's pretty dry out there. And there's not much waters. not much uh, flora in the out there, except when it rains. And when it rains, you have desert flowers, and it, it can be quite beautiful, but they don't last. They're there for a short time, and then they fade away. In contrast, trees by water sources have constant access to life-giving water. They can more easily weather dry seasons and high winds because of their deep-rootedness and life-sustaining soil. They are resilient, unlike the beautiful desert blooms that are here and gone. We need that resilience in Jesus Christ now more than ever, not just for our soul salvation, but for enduring and navigating today's realities. On March 13th, On March 15th, I thought that our in-person worship would be suspended for three weeks or so. It's now been three months. Many of us are suffering financially from loss of employment or lack of business. Even with reopenings of businesses and some job recovery, we're in one of the worst recessions of a lifetime, perhaps worse than 2008. And in those last three weeks, we've been confronted once again with the systemic racism of American society, a malignancy over 500 years in the making since European settlers came to the New World. We can too easily retreat onto the road of our own limited perspectives. We can, perspectives. We can easily become defensive and parochial. If we do not remember where we are truly rooted and in whom we are truly rooted and which road we're on. When by God's grace we stay on the road of Jesus Christ, God gives us the courage to look at, address, and endure what's going on in our society. And we can trust God to make us stronger people, People who can always give that divine no to all ways that lead away from true life in Christ. The world is an overwhelming place right now. But as Christians, we have this promise. Jesus Christ is our way, our truth, and our life. He said so himself in the, song, in the, in the gospel today. And when we follow his word, We find ourselves, by God's grace, more resilient, tougher, embracing a deeper reality than we ever thought we might. And maybe, just maybe, in this difficult time, we'll find happiness and blessedness in Christ. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, keep us on your way. Free us from our own whims, our own narrow self-interest, our apathy, and our uncaring that keep us from walking your way. Help us to trust more in you, that you are keeping us on the right way, however uncomfortable we may be sometimes. Help us to be resilient and happy people, finding our source of life in you. Amen.